Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Here in Michigan, if a group of people decide they don't like a certain law on the books, they have a right to do something about it that goes beyond voting politicians out of office. We've demonstrated that without having all the money in Lansing, that we can show up with the truth and impress enough people to positively affect change. There are a handful of voter-initiated measurements that will appear on ballots this fall, and we're wondering, how does it all work? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. The latest version of Michigan's state constitution, ratified back in 1963, it allows for citizens to skip state lawmakers to change laws. It's called direct democracy. The concept itself has been around since the late 1800s. In Michigan, citizens have the ability to do three things. Enact a new law, approve or reject a current law, or amend the state constitution itself. To enact a new law or amend the constitution, the initiative needs to gather signatures first. The number of signatures required is based on the number of voters in the previous gubernatorial election. To get a constitutional amendment on the ballot, the drive must collect 10% of the number of votes cast in the previous election. To add a new law, it's 8% of cast votes. The other difference between the two is the amendment is done directly. The new law process is handled indirectly. That means the state legislature has the ability to adopt the new law before it's voted upon. If the legislature does nothing, the measure heads to a public vote. For the constitutional amendment, if you get the 10%, it goes right on the ballot. It cuts out the legislature completely. This fall in Michigan, there will be three initiatives on the ballot. One that would amend the Constitution to reduce the time a lawmaker can serve in the state legislature, term limits. A proposal to create a new state law that would more closely monitor payday loans. And one that would permanently give the right to an abortion in Michigan. Here is Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer talking with WWJ Afternoon anchor Tony Ortiz last month. Governor, is it fair to say that you support that petition drive to put this question on changing the state's constitution and protecting abortion and reproductive freedom before the voters in November? I do. I have signed it as well. Why do all of this? I mean, the collection of signatures alone is a massive undertaking. The Reproductive Freedom Bill has over 750,000 signatures. That's well over the required 425K. A lot of us have been working in Lansing and working with lawmakers, and it's very frustrating. It's a very slow process to get something done there. There's a lot of considerations, you know, blatantly including corruption, the gerrymandered district. It became obvious that working with this legislature that we were not going to get anything reasonable. I mean, the MMFLA is horrible. It served a purpose as creating an infrastructure for something better, but it itself is overly restrictive, overly prohibitive, costly. That is the voice of Jamie Lowell. 
He's a marijuana activist and one of the original authors of Michigan's recreational cannabis law. Recreational cannabis, if you'll remember, came to fruition through a ballot drive back in 2018, so Jamie has a lot of experience with successful ballot drives. For Jamie and his group, it was more than just legalization, though. They wanted direct input on the way the law would work. The issue of the big money interest coming in was mentioned and where we proclaimed that we are going to do something about it. And then after that, we had subsequent meetings and formed the MI Legalized organization, which, as you know, had a run in 2016 and came up short. There's controversial reasons, and we believe we were unconstitutionally denied ballot access, but nonetheless, it never happened. There's not much we do about it now. And then we joined forces with other organizations, including MPP again, came back and formed a coalition. And then we were successful in 2018. And as Jamie said, it didn't go the way they wanted the first time around back in 2016. And even if the second time was a success, it still was not perfect. But when you ask Jamie, the fact that they had a seat at the table was huge. This wasn't perfect. It didn't go as far as we'd like. But the second time around, there were a lot of interests at the table. Fortunately, we did have a place at the table, you know, and it was a negotiation on a lot of fronts. I think at the end of it all, we came up with some really good language, though. The best, I think, that a state has had for legalization to that day, anyway. So we couldn't do it all. And knowing that there could be changes coming afterward, we had our eyes set on moving things forward, not peeling anything back, no further restrictions to things that have already been achieved. Whereas the other interests had in mind, okay, let's get this in place, but we're going to go in and tighten this up once it's there. Of course, people like Jamie, they are fully aware of exactly what's happening with these initiatives. It's his job. But what about for people like you and me? How can we stay informed and make sure we're getting proper information? Look, it's 2022. There's an app for that. Duh. It's called the InfoVote app and was created by Detroiter Myron Ragsdale. Here he is. The application is a nonpartisan civic information tool, and it was designed to increase voter awareness and to prepare Gen Z, millennials, and seniors for the upcoming general and midterm election. Essentially, what we do is we allow users to vet each candidate before they go into the voting booth to cast their ballot. And then we allow users to check the registration status, to register to vote, to request an absentee ballot if they wanted to vote from home. And also, we included resources within the application that will allow users to participate on election day if they wanted to volunteer or even become an elected official themselves. So you can find information within the application that can help, you know, regular everyday people become elected officials if they wanted to learn how. So there's a number of features and resources within the application, but we essentially wanted it to be a one-stop shop for all things election. One of the great things about a ballot initiative is that it gives the power back to the people. Again, direct democracy. But knowledge is power. Ballot language can be very complicated. And once you're in the voting booth, it's not like there's any turning back. You got to vote. But never fear. The InfoVote app is here. The app gives people a resource for them to rally around certain topics or initiatives. One thing about the application, we do have a ballot feature in the app that allow you to see what initiatives are on the ballot. So, you know, what we found was a lot of voters, <laughs> they really won't know until they get into the voting booth. And so what we try to do with the application is open it up, provide information so that our users can vet before they go into the voting booth. They can know exactly what initiatives are on the ballot before they go into the voting booth so that we can make informed votes. Once you walk in there, that's it. 
So to me, that's what is so important about this app, whether it's the initiative or the candidate. It's that you walk in with everything you need and you don't have to worry, am I ready for this? And, and like you said, sometimes people, I think, when, when they don't know something, they'll either skip or just kind of flip a coin in their head and vote. And, and neither of those things are productive either. We want you to know exactly what they stand for so that you can go into the booth and make a, a, an informed vote opposed to just voting on a lamp. We live in a world of disinformation and misinformation, but just exactly how much of it is out there? Turns out, in asking our app-developing friend Myron, the answer is unclear. If your application is actively seeking and finding the real stuff, how much of the not real stuff do you come across? Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, no, I understand. To be honest with you, it's hard to say, but we offer so many different outlets and alternatives to receive information or retrieve information. And it's very important to us that the platform remains nonpartisan. So we want everyone to be able to utilize the application, no matter if you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, et cetera. We want you to be able to utilize it and find this resource useful for you, especially come campaign and election season. So our goal is for is to try to get as many people to participate in the elections process as possible, no matter which direction you slant in. We just want you to participate. In Detroit alone, over 200,000 people failed to participate in the 2016 election. The number went down a little during the 2020 election, but those uh, midterm elections, we consistently see low turnout. There's a common theme in American politics, for some at least. My voice doesn't count. My voice can't stack up to the money and power of the political machine. But Jamie says his group pushing legal pot through proves that's just not correct. I think we've demonstrated that without having all the money, without having all the deep connections or knowing how to move around with black ops, you know, in in Lansing, and that we can show up with the truth and impress enough people to positively affect change. We keep having to have these challenges. You know, there's big money interest trying to do stuff now that we don't like that we've been having to fight all session. The reality is cannabis is kind of a complex one. Even people who are generally in support of it don't even realize how a lot of the stuff that they think about it isn't necessarily the way it is. There's a lot to it. And, uh, A lot of people that see the dollar signs in their eyes and move forward with some kind of like false confidence about what cannabis is all about without having any historical perspective, without having any cultural perspective, without even understanding the nature of the product they're about ready to get into. You know, they make bad decisions and they don't do the things that actually support the reality of what's going on. We're still a few months away from that November election, but as we get closer, remember, you're getting a chance to vote on more than just those who will do your bidding in Lansing. You're getting the option to straight up cut lawmakers out of the equation completely. Thank you so much to both Myron Ragsdale and Jamie Lowell for chatting with me today. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out www.jnewsradio.com for local news on demand 24-7, including the latest on the current ballot initiatives here in Michigan. If you have questions, comments, or concerns about the Daily J, we want to hear from you. Drop us an email at dailyj at odyssey.com. That's dailyj at audacy.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.